You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 36. Hello, 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 my killer bee friends. You guys, welcome to another episode of the Fitness Matters Podcast, where we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And today we are talking about other people's opinions. You guys, I had so much to say about this topic that I actually shared this conversation with my Get Your Goal group when we have, we have our, a Monday meeting is what I call it every week. And while we were talking this week, I had basically an entire podcast. And so I did record it as I do so that they could watch it again in the Get Your Goal group. And you could too, if you'd like to come and join the Get Your Goal group, there's a link in the description below if you'd like to learn all about that. But I wanted to share it with you because I feel like this is such an important topic. So I wanted to give you a little bit of warning. The audio is not great. I mean, I know my podcast, the audio is never great, but the audio is, it's really specifically like from my laptop. It's not, it's not especially good. So I do apologize for that, but the information is so worth your time that I really wanted to share it with you. So my friends, enjoy. So, so today's conversation, you guys, today's conversation, I just, I've had this on my mind since last week. I, this has been a topic that I have had on my list of podcast topics for, oh my gosh, months for sure. And possibly even as long as like a year or possibly more. People ask me about stuff all the time. And I have, I have a list as long as my arm of podcast topics that I'm going to get to someday. But this one was really particularly relevant to me over the course of this past week. Today, we are talking about other people's opinions. <laughs> I love this one because I think we all have some opinions about other people's opinions. Am I right? Like, and what they can do with them and all that kind of stuff. But I had, I had a, I'm going to call it a cluster and it's just that word cluster. There's no, there's no second part of that. I had a cluster of incidents that happened over the course of like two or three days at the end of last week where I was really like, what is going on with me? What is going on with the world? Like what is going on right now where just a lot of things all kind of happened over the course of, like I said, about two or three days where I was like, okay, this is really an opportunity for me to manage my mind. And I was really grateful that I was able to think about it that way because otherwise it might have been an opportunity for me to lose my mind. <laughs> so, so I was really happy that I was able to take it in and be like, okay, what do I, what do I want to think about this? How do I want to react to these things? How, how am I managing my opinion of other people's opinions? I had, and I'm going to try really hard to be like, not go into too many details. The details really truly aren't, aren't worthy of going into. I had a couple of interactions online and I had a couple of interactions in person. So one of them online was a comment. In fact, there were, there were several comments, but so I'm kind of amalgamizing this one where there were comments where they were calling into not even question. They were, they were making statements about things that I had said and things that I had put out online. And then I had something, another interaction online that wasn't quite as much of an interaction. It was, it was a consequence that happened that I saw the results of that, that was, it, it was a consequence to me that I was really kind of shocked and surprised by. And then I had a, a personal interaction 
where again, I was shocked and surprised and, and hurt. And so the, the online comment was really interesting. And it was particularly of interest to me was the fact that I was able to notice in the moment my reaction to it. So often we, we find ourselves in situations where something is happening, especially in really like interpersonal face-to-face interactions, where something is happening, we're having a conversation and all of a sudden it turns a little bit like a conflict where it can feel like we are simply reacting without, without going through the thought process, without noticing what we're thinking and what we're feeling and how, how we are reacting. But I noticed because it was so obvious, I was reading this comment that the person had left and my entire body got hot. <laughs> like I was sweating, my heart was pounding. I, I had this very physical reaction to, to reading this comment and I felt embarrassed and ashamed and kind of, kind of angry, kind of guilty, kind of lots of, lots of muddled and unpleasant feelings. And it was so interesting to me to notice the physicality of it. I've had this happen before, but not paid as much attention to the physical side of it. So being in the moment and not simply reacting angrily or responding or deleting the comment (laughs) or, or whatever, it was very interesting to me to simply sit in it for a moment and notice it and think to myself, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm feeling really embarrassed. I'm feeling kind of ashamed. I'm feeling kind of guilty. I'm feeling like I'm having a reaction to this, this comment that I'm reading. And so it was, it was interesting to me that I was able to be interested. <laughs> so I had like three layers of separation between me and, and the, the contact. And so that was, it was kind of nice because it gave me time and space to really think about what do I want to do here? And what I did was I, I actually walked away for a moment and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about how I want to respond to this and then I'll, I'll be able to come back to it, which is the thing that is so nice sometimes about the internet, let me tell you. They couldn't see my face. <laughs> they didn't know that my first reaction was not pleasant. <laughs> and it gave me time to be able to be like, you know what? I'm going to think about this and I'm going to respond later or not respond or, or whatever. And then the, the online consequence, I, I had, again, a very physical response. And it was so interesting to me. And it was, it was particularly good timing because it actually happened within just a couple of hours of the comment and, and actually one other incident. So again, I was very in tune with my body and noticing exactly what was going on with this. And I noticed that what I felt was again, that kind of that heart palpitation, that, that kind of heat, like that embarrassment, like I'm sure I was flushed. I'm sure I was blushing because I'm very fair skinned. I blush really, really easily anyways. But I felt very hurt and almost like betrayed was the word that came to mind. And I felt very like almost curious about what was going on because there was, it was simply a consequence. There was, there was no conversation. There was no real information. It was, it was something that I noticed after the fact and didn't have a lot to go on. So I felt very, again, I'm going to go with like hurt and betrayed because I didn't know what was going on. So therefore there was that curiosity element too. During the personal interaction, that one was a little bit tougher because it was face to face 
And I know I was blushing. I know I felt and probably looked very angry, very heated, very frustrated because that, well, that is how I felt. So I'm sure I looked that way. But I was able to, in the moment, again, because the interpersonal one was actually the, it was kind of the, it was the cherry on top of all of the online situations. And so I had just gone through a lot of the mental work of, of dealing with these other things and how I wanted to respond. And so while I was face to face, I was able to think in my mind, I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling frustrated. I want to shout. I want to storm off. I want to slam something. But how do I actually want to show up here? I want to be calm. I want to be loving. This was a person in my family. I want to model some behavior that I would like to see reflected back at me. It was one of my kids. I, I was thinking very clearly, relatively speaking, to how angry I was. I was thinking very clearly about how I wanted to behave in this situation. And I was able to, to simply stay still. And I responded very calmly. I said, okay. And I, I did end up not like in the moment and not angrily, but I did end up able to walk away from the situation before there was more conversation that needed to happen. And so, you know, I, again, I was able to kind of walk away and take a couple of breaths and think to myself, what do I, what do I want to do with this? Because specifically in interpersonal interactions, I, I'm very passive aggressive. I would much rather walk away and slam things than like have a conversation and, and do anything proactive ever. I mean, so, so for me, kind of moving past my, my normal. And that was the thing. In all of these situations, I noticed that I had what I would consider a normal reaction. Like normally, if, if somebody leaves a, a comment that I don't care for, I will either ignore it. Again, passive aggressive, I will either ignore it. Or, I mean, depending on the comment, I've had, I've had over the course of the last several years, I've really only had maybe a handful of like truly rude comments like you're so ugly or F you or things that it's like, oh, you know, you're just a 12 year old and where's your mom? Like where, where's your parental supervision here, honey? And so those I just delete. I mean, I don't worry about those. I've had some constructive criticism that was not as constructive so much as it was criticism. Generally speaking, my reaction to those, I think in my mind of a snarky response. I, I have never yet actually typed the snarky response because again, I'm aware of how I want to behave online in public. I have no interest in putting something on the internet that's going to live forever that is me being sarcastic and rude because I, that's just not, it is who I am. <laughs> it's not who I want to be online. So, so I realized that, you know, I normally would have had this like snarky response reaction in my mind with the with the the consequent situation i noticed that my my natural response was i wanted to i wanted i wanted to know i wanted to send a message or or find out like what in the world happened here what did i do wrong was was really my big question what did i do wrong and then with the interpersonal like i said i wanted to you know walk away or slam things or whatever i mean i i've covered that ground <laughs> but so it was very it was very illuminating to me to be able to take this step back with all of the, the cluster of incidences and really do some serious mind work on what happens when we are in a situation really faced with somebody else's opinion 
of us specifically, not necessarily. I mean, a lot of this applies to like just disagreeing with somebody about your favorite baseball team or, or whatever. Like some of it applies there too, but, but really specifically somebody's opinion of us. I realized as I was going through my thought process and I was, I was journaling and I was thinking about, you know, what was going on and how did I want to respond? And the word that came to my mind when I was going through these incidences was that I felt attacked. And I thought that was such an interesting word. Like that's a big word. I mean, an attack is, it's physical. It's in, it's in physical harm's way. Like somebody giving me their opinion of something I said online, that's not an attack. And so being able to like put that word on it made me so curious. Like why would I feel attacked? And being curious really, really helped me like put me in a different place of how I was thinking about it. And it made me realize that so much of what we do, and I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I love to know why we do things. Like I love to know how our brains work and how that affects how we do things. When I know why we do things or why somebody else does things, I immediately feel like, oh, thank goodness. Now I can handle this. So I did a little bit of research on exactly what happens when we are faced with other people's opinions. And as it turns out, it is a consequence of our lower brain, our instinctual brain that does indeed always think of every interaction that we have. And I, it makes sense when you kind of go back to like caveman days. Every interaction we have is either being liked or an attack that every single thing that we would possibly do either helps us stay in, you know, in, in cohort with our tribe, helps us be, you know, liked and part of the group and helps us be in cooperation with other people, or it's an attack. It is a threat. It is a physical problem. And that's why we get that rapid heartbeat. It's why we get flushed. It's why we have such a physical reaction to these like mental and emotional things. To our lower brain, everything is either predator or prey, basically. Everything is truly an instinctual reaction. And that's why it's so interesting to, like, to feel these things now when you're like, this was a comment on the internet. Like, this, this was not a physical threat to me. But to your lower brain, it really is. Everything in life is some sort of assessment of, am I safe? Or am I not safe? Those are really the only, the only question that your lower brain is ever asking. Safe, not safe. Safe, not safe. When something feels unsafe, we take it physically as a threat. And here's why somebody else's opinion feels like a physical threat. We, there's also this like psychological phenomenon that we like to agree with ourselves. I mean, Obviously, we, love to, we like to agree with ourselves and we like to be right. I mean, and it makes sense, again, when you think about what we had to do, you know, as pre-humans, what we had to do in the world, we had to be very sure of ourselves. We had to act very decisively. We had to hunt and kill or, or gather and eat. Like, we had to make really good decisions. And therefore, we love to be write about things because it helps us with our sense of self to be yes or no. So when somebody, I mean, when we think, you know, yes over here and somebody else says no, 
it, that is a, a physical attack on our sense of self. It's why we feel threatened. It was so interesting to me to like learn about this and, and really put it into context of how this has helped us survive over the millennia. Like it makes sense that we would want to be liked, to be part of a group. It's why it feels so personal when somebody doesn't like something we've done. That is truly a fear that we will be shunned from our tribe and probably die. I mean, again, we had to cooperate when we were way back in the cave. We had to do things together or we would die. So when people don't like us, that feels very threatening. When, when somebody has an opposing opinion of ours, that feels like a competition, like a life or death situation. So being able to have that little bit of like, psychological and biological knowledge behind me really, again, helped me take a nice step away and think to myself, okay, what would I like to do in this situation? As it happens, I was able to like really think about how I wanted to respond. I was capable of responding in all of the situations in the online comment situation. I was able to come to a resolution with myself because I realized that when we, when we say something, what we are saying is a reflection of ourselves, how we see ourselves, our sense of selves. So when I'm talking, I'm telling you my truth, essentially. But when you are hearing me, what you are hearing is actually a reflection of your truth. Because you're hearing it through your lens of your circumstances and your thoughts and your feelings and your life and, and everything that is you. And, and it's really, it can be fundamentally different because of our different thoughts, our different circumstances, our different feelings about things. That no matter what any of us say or do or how we behave, we can't, we can't really know somebody else except through our own selves. So when somebody has an opinion of me that I disagree with <laughs> because it is different than my opinion of myself, it's actually kind of their opinion of themselves. And so it was really interesting to me to think about it like that. And I will tell you that that actually is the key to responding to and thinking about and taking the, the high level of emotion out of other people's opinions is to understand why we think it's an attack and to be able to kind of step back from that. Like this is biology, this is psychology, it's totally okay. To understand that it's actually a reflection of their own life and circumstances and feelings and Here's the really important part, not just the empathy. The empathy, I think that we all kind of get the empathy thing. You know, we have to, we have to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes to understand how, how and why they're talking to us. Like we've, we've been taught that from a very young age. But the other thing that I found really interesting here was to not just have empathy for what they are thinking and feeling, but to actually acknowledge that they're right, that what they are saying about you, their opinion of you has merit, it has validity, that they're not wrong. 
Because when you are thinking that the other person is wrong, you're still in that, I have you know, what's right over here and you have what's wrong over there. And so you're still in a conflict, even if you can kind of put a top level of thought process over like, it's okay, we can agree to disagree or whatever, like all, the, all those kind of nice things, you're probably still gonna be thinking about it because this was me. I was like, I feel fine about this situation but I was still totally stewing about it in my own head. I was still going over it. What did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? What can I say in response to this? I was still kind of stewing, but as soon as I was able to acknowledge that this other person, of course, the, you know, I have empathy for where they are and how frustrated they might be or what kind of day they're having and all that kind of stuff, but, but at its bare bones level, the other person wasn't wrong about me that what they were saying was also right. And when you can acknowledge that, that somebody else's opinion of you that isn't very nice, that you don't really want to take on for yourself, that it's right, it puts you in a whole different place. And let me be really clear that I wasn't taking this on like, oh, you're totally right, I'm a bad person for saying or doing this thing. No, no, no. Just that everything that we do has, has these two levels. That even though it's something that I feel is right, what I'm saying is actually an opinion. And opinions, as we all know, are not facts. Opinions can be proven true or false. Opinions have two sides to them. So when somebody else has this different opinion, I can acknowledge that also. I don't have to get entrenched in what I am thinking about myself and my situation and my everything. I can still believe and affirm myself and agree with myself while acknowledging that somebody else's argument has validity. And the thing that was super interesting about this, so I'm having this cluster of incidences. <laughs> while I was, while I was, like calming down and just kind of working through it. I was reading People Magazine and I don't think it was the latest one. I think it was from like a week or maybe two weeks ago. And there was this article about Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's the, um, the creator of Hamilton. And so they were talking about how, you know, it's coming out or it had come out on Disney Plus on the 4th of July and how it was really exciting and how, you know, but it had originally come out in 2015. It was this cultural phenomenon and all this stuff. But, you know, five years on, how people are maybe a little bit more critical of it and having a wider audience on Disney Plus. There was some commentary on Twitter, I guess, about how that play really specifically dealt with slavery and just specifically that point. And I thought it was so interesting. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who I have a lot of respect for just in general, I mean, he's insanely creative. His response tweet to what people were saying was, all criticisms are valid. I, I literally like wrote that down and put it someplace where I can see it all the time. I was like, this is truly the answer to being threatened and attacked by other people's opinions. All criticisms are valid. Isn't that a really freeing thought that you don't have to be entrenched? You don't have to agree. I mean, that was what I loved about this, this particular turn of phrase. All criticisms are valid is not saying, I agree with you and you're right. <laughs> it's saying, what you are saying is valid. I take it as valid. 
And then I'm going to go ahead and live my own life and have my own opinions about this anyways. And I just, I loved that all of these things came about all at once because I mean, I literally did like hours of thought work about, about other people's opinions. And it really, it helped me create such a sense of calm when, when being faced with other people's opinions, which we are on a daily basis. I mean, I know you guys know this. Sometimes people actually tell us what they're thinking, but sometimes sometimes we're just projecting other people's opinions based on the way they look or what we think they might think or you know what are the neighbors going to think if we don't put our garbage cans out or what is somebody going to say if i do x y or z we are constantly in a state of noticing and assessing other people's opinions whether they express them or not and having this sense of all criticisms are valid, all opinions are valid, and, and when other people have opinions, I can see that they're not necessarily wrong. Even if it's something I don't wanna think about myself or don't wanna believe about myself or can ultimately say, you know what, I disagree with you, it's okay to see that other side. When you let yourself have that, that freedom of not, kind of honestly, not worrying, about other people's opinions because you know you can handle it. You know you can agree with their opinions. You know that you can validate their opinions and still have your own and, and walk away and feel confident in what you are doing. It's, it's a very different place, honestly. So I, I, was really, I was really pleased with my ability to work through and, and get through these particular situations. And so I wanted to give you like, not just all this theory behind it, which I realized this has been a lot of theory. I mean, I've just thrown a lot of thinking at you, but I actually, I had some kind of practical tips too. When you find yourself feeling flushed, notice it. The, the physical response that you have is your indicator that you are feeling threatened, whether, whether you actually have those thoughts in your head or not. Sometimes we skip straight to the feeling part of anger, frustration, curiosity, or you know, whatever it is, embarrassment, shame, whatever. Sometimes we skip straight to the feeling and we don't always hear the thought. That physical response in your body is the feeling and it is your clue that you are having a thought that you are threatened, that there is a sense of yourself that is being threatened right now. Start noticing that. Start noticing the physical heat, honestly, is really what it is. The physical heat that you feel is telling you that you are having this biological response, and that's all it is. It's a biological response to feeling threatened, and you don't have to. When you notice that, you can start having the thought process in your head of stepping back and thinking to yourself, okay, here's what's going on. How do I want to show up? How do I want to respond to this? I understand that this is not actually a physical threat. So I have lots of leeway in how I can respond here. I don't have to behave as though it is a physical threat. I can behave however I want to. So notice the physical response and then ask yourself what you'd like to do. Sometimes, sometimes those two things, they just, 
we go straight to the response. <laughs> it's, it's been a learning process for me. It truly has. Honestly, I'm going to say, especially for the, the interpersonal interaction, this might be the first time in my entire life that I was able to take the step back and think, what am I doing here? And how do I want to respond to this? I was so proud of that. You guys, you have no idea. I was super, super proud. So, so if it takes you 50 years, let me just tell you, it's okay. <laughs> like, like don't expect just because I've given you this information that the next time somebody is in your face, that you're going to be like, say, how would I like to respond to this? No, it might take a while. It's, I've been working on this for, for a long time. So don't, don't worry if it takes you a while. But then when you think that to yourself, how would I like to respond? I also asked myself the question, what is it that I can agree with here in this statement, you know, in, in somebody's response to me? What can I agree with here? And I found in these particular situations that I could agree with a lot. I could agree with a lot of what I assumed they were thinking and what they told me they were thinking. That given their circumstances and their situation, that yeah, the way they saw me and what I was saying and what I was doing, yeah, I totally saw that. So when, again, when you can step back, think about how you wanna respond, think about the validity of what they are saying, and then, and then decide how you'd like to respond. For me personally, I know you guys know this, I always, always, always want to feel gratitude, always, about any situation, even situations that don't seem excellent. As I started off this whole conversation with, I actually feel incredibly grateful that this cluster of incidences all happened over the course of such a short period of time because it really moved me forward in how I think about other people's response to me. I mean, given my job, I am, I am constantly receiving other people's opinions of me. And most of them are really nice. And it also actually kind of made me think about that. How do I want to take that in? How do I want to, how do I want to be receiving even nice opinions of me? Do I need to make that my validity? Or do I have my own opinion of myself? And that, that actually is truly a conversation for another day because taking other people's opinions, good opinions for ourselves, can be almost as problematic as taking their bad opinions on. But specifically for today, we're talking about negative opinions. So I felt grateful. I felt totally grateful for these situations. And I was even grateful for them individually because of the way they presented themselves that... I felt grateful for the online communication. I felt grateful for the online lack of communication because of what it taught me about myself. I felt grateful for the interpersonal communication because I felt like, really specifically in that situation, I felt like the way that I handled it moved that relationship forward in a really good way. And I was really happy about that. So Walking yourself through that process, I mean, again, it's going to be a learning curve. It's going to take a while. But, but noticing the heat, asking yourself the questions, asking yourself what's valid here, and then deciding what you want to take away and what you want to think about the situation is, is something that can be really important and really helpful to you. All right, you guys, I know that was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to think about. And I hope, I really, I mean, obviously, I always hope that this is 
helpful to you and helped you kind of come up with a thought model for how you can handle other people's opinions, especially, especially because I know that other people give you their opinions about your fitness journey. So I'd love to know. I'd love to know what you're going to do now with other people's opinions. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.